this is the Joyful Mama Show. We want to help you take actionable steps toward dreams that have more impact, family life that has more peace, and motherhood that has more joy. We think that it's time for moms to rise up in entrepreneurship and change the world. But let's face it, it's hard to sort through all of the ways we get stuck in our own heads and all of the things we feel like we're supposed to be doing. How can we change the world when we're overwhelmed with trying not to feel overwhelmed about homeschooling or power struggles with our kids or taking care of our own hearts, our bodies, and our minds? We want to give you the tools to find rest, joy, and healing while also taking your business and your dreams to the next level. You know you were made for more than hustle. You can feel that you were made for more than the lies that hold you back. And we believe that you were made for amazing things that impact the kingdom of God and the people that God has given you to impact for Him. You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving. And we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become. So we're just going to give like brief overviews of classical education, um, unit studies, and kind of how we've implemented them into our our homeschool throughout the years. And mm-hmm. so classical conversations is one of the most popular classical curriculums. Sunlight is another one. And classical, the classical model is essentially like very different than like the traditional Western way of schooling. So to make it super simple there, they categorize all of your education into three like phases. So the first phase they call the grammar phase, and that's where your brain has the most neuroplasticity when you're really little. So you can retain a lot more information. If you notice like a lot of the songs and things that you learned when you were little, like in Sunday school, you still know them because you can retain a lot more information when you're little. So phase one is a lot of memorizing facts that make no logical sense um, for little ones. And then the second phase is called the logic phase. And so the first one, I think I said grammar, then logic and the logic phase, they're connecting the dots of, okay, I have all these things that I, that I have memorized, but I know nothing of what it means. So they're connecting the dots and getting logic behind the facts. And then the third phase is where there's mastery. They call that the dialectic stage. And that's where they can actually master and, and then teach all of the things that they've learned on the previous year. So it's just this stages approach and it's amazing and it works and you get to do it in community if you do it with classical conversations. Um, so we did that for years. There's also just a traditional approach that's like doing school at home. So like a textbook, like a Becca is a really common one of those. Um, you have a math book, you have an English book, and you go through each subject and your goal is to get through the textbook by the end of the year. Sometimes you get worksheets, sometimes it's, you know, but it's very um, traditional school, but at home. And sometimes they have online options too. Some of those even have online, like a private school where the mom is more of a facilitator. They have online teachers and you're kind of overseeing their education and stepping in to help, but you're not the one doing the teaching. They have either online teachers that are teaching live or online pre-recorded curriculum. And then unit studies and you want to cover unit studies in Charlotte Mason. I've not really done Charlotte Mason, so I don't know as much. I don't know as much about Charlotte Mason either, but I do know that a lot of classical moms also really like the Charlotte Mason approach. It's more like of like the living textbook, like the like living books and being in nature and probably even has correlation to if you guys have heard of unschooling where you're not necessarily focusing on books really all. It's mostly about practical experience and cooking in the kitchen and going out in nature. And my understanding is that it draws on a lot of Charlotte Mason uh, views of life. And yes, unit studies is where it's like, okay, you have your 
language arts book or your math book, but in your language arts book, you're learning about language arts and reading. Uh, maybe you're learning how to read in kindergarten, but you're learning it about it through science, art, history, poetry. And so you're using all the other topics to learn one singular thing. So that's a great approach too. Like you're getting a lot, like you don't necessarily have to be doing a science curriculum or a history curriculum or geography or something separately because it's kind of all in one and you can kind of supplement where needed as, as is needed as your kids get older. So that's unit study. What we're currently doing is kind of with one kid, a hybrid on online private school homeschool, which is a great fit for her being in high school. And then with the other one we're doing, it's called ACE, Accelerated Christian Education. A lot of private schools use this curriculum because it really helps kids progress at their own pace. So you can have a private school with a bunch of, it's almost like a one-room schoolhouse approach, similar to how unit say would be, but some private schools do this with kids that might, you know, you might have a whole elementary classroom that's got like first grade and fourth grade and fifth grade. And they're all working independently in these little workbooks. And it really teaches them to kind of um, be self-led in their education. And it helps them to feel like, okay, I get done with this one little workbook and I've completed something. And for my younger daughter, she likes that feeling of I finished something and then moving on to a new goal. She doesn't, she gets overwhelmed with like a whole big text through in a whole year. Wanted to share with you guys a couple of resources so that as you're thinking about Unit studies, Charlotte Mason, unschooling, Montessori, which is kind of a blend of, again, kid-led learning. There's a thing called Rainbow Resources. You can, um, and Christian Book Distributors also has some reviews, but if you get on rainbowresources.com, now don't like go down the rabbit hole and drown because there are lots, but you can, if you want to read some reviews before you make a purchase or before you try something, there are lots of mom reviews who have tried different um, curriculums, what they like about it, what they maybe didn't like for everything you could think of. It's like the most comprehensive resource center for homeschool curriculum on the planet. They'll send you a free catalog. It's literally like a phone book. Like the don't, get school, don't, don't get the old school. Don't do the catalog. Yes, it's free, but it's not free because it will cost you your piece. Don't, don't get the catalog. But you can browse, like set a timer. Don't like go down like for hours reading all the reviews and then get paralyzed. But if you narrow it down on your own, like, okay, I think that the classical feels fun for me. Look at the reviews between classical conversations and sunlight or something. Melissa Um, says she loves the good and the beautiful, and it's been a massive game changer. Yes, I have done the good and beautiful since from pre-K to now year four. So I I get a lot of new moms asking me, like, what what curriculum do you recommend? And so I'll just tell you what I tell new moms. If you have more than two kids and you're just starting, I would recommend uh, Gather Around because you're the way gather around works is it's a unit study and you take like, maybe the unit study is like birds or, um, Africa, Africa. And you're going to learn, um, a lot of different subjects through learning about Africa or through learning about birds. Um, and you're going to get like littler books and then you're going to move on to the next topic that sounds fun and interesting after you're done with that one. But as you, you're going to sit at the table all together, most likely, And you're going to have a parent guide and each child based on their age, like little kindergartner is going to have one that's appropriate for kindergarten as they learn about Africa. 
your fifth grader is going to have one that's fifth grade appropriate as they learn about Africa. And so, and you're going to, as the parent, you're going to lead them in a, in a lesson where they're all having an appropriate workbook, age appropriate workbook in front of them. You're going to get to go through lots of different studies throughout the year as you choose. That's usually my recommendation. If you have like a few kids that you, and you like kind of like the sit down method, like it's pretty fun. There's a lot of um, extra ones. You can get like a Christmas one and like, and they're always putting out new studies all the time. And they're, very, it. they're mm-hmm. very thought through. And then another one. And the one that I use is the good and the beautiful. I only have two kids. And so for me, it's doable to have each kid at a different level learning like language arts is level four over here and you're at level one over here. And so I have to do separate sit downs with each one. We're not all sitting down at the same time to go through our language arts curriculum. It is very more systematic. Whereas like, you know, when you're in kindergarten and you want your kindergarten to learn reading, they're going to have like, it's a systematic approach to learning reading that grows with you. You know, they're going to sprinkle in geography and history and art, poetry, all those things. So they're very different in the way they approach unit studies, um, but they're both unit studies. And those to me are the two easiest ones. Um, We use the good and the beautiful math and the good and the beautiful um, language arts, and they're very affordable too. Um, yes, I've had several friends, especially with the good and the beautiful math that we're using harder math curriculums, but they've yeah. switched to the good and the beautiful because it's so much easier than a traditional workbook style. Like last year we used horizon for two years. We used horizon math for my son mm-hmm. workbook style. And he got overwhelmed all the time because it was just so much math. And it was like, uh, it was just a lot. And I'll just say one more thing about the good and the beautiful in their math, once you get to level four, it's it's video led. So you're not actually doing it. You are facilitating it. Okay. Um, so that's like a bonus. Once you're level four. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, do you want to sit down with all your kids and gather around, literally <laughs> gather around the table? Um, or do you want to kind of like piecemeal it out and do this over here and this over here? Although some of you might gather around even with the good and the beautiful curriculum. I just don't do that. That's kind of what I say to newbies um, who do like that to me is a good starting place. And then if you decide you don't like either one of those and you want something that's more teacher led, you can always switch it up the next semester. I only buy my curriculum a a year at a time because I want the option of like, I'm not going to buy, even if it's on sale, two years worth of curriculum. So that's kind of what we do and what I would tell, you know, if you want community, find a co-op, find Classical conversation isn't a co-op, but it's, it kind of functions in the same way a co-op does or start Mm -hmm. a co-op. I know some of you um, don't have co-ops in your area. Like you could start something with your friends too. Yeah. No matter what the, the main thing is, allow yourself to like what you like and don't like what you don't like and don't put pressure to conform to whatever you think you should absolutely like. (laughs) So if I, there was a time when I thought if I don't love teaching, I'm not a good homeschool mom, or if I want to outsource, that means I'm not good at this. And it's simply not true. Now that we have um, a nanny, she helps oversee a lot of like the school schooling. And there's certain subjects that I'll just be super transparent with you guys. She has way more patience with my kids than I have with my kids. And so there's some times where even though I would enjoy it to a point or I might be good at it, they're benefiting from, you know, having multiple people in their corner. I mean, if you're going to outsource, might as well outsource something that you're not crazy about. (laughs) 
Yeah, for for real. Yeah, for real. It's um the I love the the co-op thing and we love that about CC. There's even like online. Um I know with with Maya with her online school. There's like homeschool Zoom Bible studies that she can get on and there's other, you know, for as they get older. You guys yeah. can even like if what if you are like, "Oh yeah, I'm like Liz." Or, "Oh yeah, I'm like Sarah." Like I'm using the good and the beautiful. I think Liz would probably champion gather around more you could be like, oh, well, maybe I'll try that one because I kind of am like that person, you know? Okay. See you guys. Bye. If you want to make this fall your best year ever, go to thejoyfulmama.com forward slash retreat to book your spot now. We'll see you August 4th through 7th in Dallas, Texas for an all-inclusive luxury retreat for moms designed with you in mind. Rest, strategize, plan, and get ready to run in your God-given assignments. Go to thejoyfulmama.com forward slash retreat to learn more.